What up? This your girl Hypnotic One with Phil and Vod on the Tissue and the Tape podcast where everything is hip-hop. Respect heat holders. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. Put the tissue in the Tissue on the top. Tissue on the tape. They don't know about that. Respect heat holders. Respect heat holders. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date. MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milled, Solange eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. It's back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme, we just take it back Or rather choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines is defense of the bond Jack Beasley, near the sun, it's the faculty first. Live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT. It's home, it's home team, team in the motherfucking house. No question. It's I Davis backwards and who state your name, gangster? Philmatic 365, aka the Sun God, man. Out here in the sunshine. I see you repping my the champ. My life, my life. I see you repping the champ, the champ with your with your hoodie, man. The undisputed champ peon. Oh, you already <laughs> know, man. Shout out to the champ, man. Um, shout to everybody out there, uh, in the world, in the universe, in the galaxy. Uh, we are once again, Tissue in the Tape podcast. We appreciate everybody rocking with us. Filmatic, uh, last episode back on Common Ground. And now we are back again to talk about a few things, man. We got, we got some, some things to talk about and, uh, some stories to share. Uh, we're yeah, excited, excited to be able to record now, man. Like you said, the uh, sun guide, you're out there, um, you know, doing your thing in the sunshine state. I'm here in the Lone Star, and here we are. Texas. Texas. Um, wow, man. Uh, you know, the year is steadily moving. Easing on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, man, you look up and, you know, it's the weekend again. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I want to give a, that's sh- a sign we're getting old. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. I want to give a shout out to 
to of course all of our listeners as well as some of the the, show, the shows that we respect of course uh the realest podcast ever uh they're doing dudes, they're doing their thing man shout out to them they got a live show coming up soon in april april 5th yeah yep. uh salute to them salute to the war room our uh our big bros in this thing uh jimmy devin b austin shout out to them catch hey, them man, on thursdays six to eight all three of y'all also catch them on uh your respective uh streaming services mm-hmm. uh all dsp <laughs> <laughs> uh big shout to yeah. dj rick g's one of the best djs in the world uh you can catch him absolutely friday night bangers as well as uh throughout the week on 103jams.com and dj as well Mm-hmm. Turntable Institute popping off. Yes, sir. If you're in the 757 area, you can check him out as well. Uh, there, um, DJ B, he has his show as well, Fresh Topia. He has a storefront down in, in Norfolk, Virginia as well. One of the best DJs as well. Uh, you can check him out too. So, uh, Bo show all people that you can check out uh, that that we respect, that that do things that that we. Uh, definitely admire and uh, we commend yeah, them for their commitment to what they do and you know we're committed to to excellence as well man no no raiders <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for sure yeah, uh, yeah the bay is ours oh but before we before we move on man shout out shout out the uh the good people at tally and twine man uh yes, sir the, the the makers of fine time pieces man definitely shout out to uh black to the, home to the whole team of blacker owned black owned yeah, definitely right. definitely shout out to uh my, my my bro ceo randy uh we we got we gotta get him back on man it's, yeah it's, yeah it's, was, it's that was that was that was that was a good conversation yeah man that's one of our best episodes man it's one of our most downloaded joints mm-hmm. to the point where uh mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you ufc was like uh not so much mm-hmm. <laughs> give me that take that fuck that. <laughs> i know uh, but yeah, always good to build with 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 guys like him, Randy. Definitely an innovator, innovative mind, mm-hmm. a, a guy that's you know he's he's Building already a titan. He, he's ahead of his time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I won't ask. Uh... Please don't. Uh, so uh, once again, uh, man, we're we're so happy that everybody got a chance to check out the last episode. Um, this episode here, we're, we're going to be talking about a few things that have happened that are going to happen and that are going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, needless to say that we are hyped to get to this story right now. Uh, definitely a pun intended with that. When you mention the word hype in hip hop, automatically the next word that comes to mind is man, because I mean, you know, yeah. You can't have a party without a DJ, and I mean, in a lot of cases, a lot of a lot of MCs almost don't look right on stage without a hype man. Mm-hmm. It, you gotta Chuck, have a too big MC, man. Is it, Chuck, Chuck D one of those MCs? Even though he's one of our most respected OGs, do we look at him the same when Flav's not there? It it's like uh, having a great steak that's unseasoned. Oh man. That sounds terrible. I mean, it's it's uh. What makes it? <laughs> <laughs> what makes it? What makes it great? Then is it the cut? Is I, it the the, 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 the cut, grade, the grade uh, of the beef? All that. Uh, but it's the, just the way uh, it's cooked. It's just it, but it don't. 
it's just missing that flavor. Mm. You know what I mean, mm. I mean, man. You, you know, so yeah, man. First, the fat boys break up. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into this. So for those that don't know, uh, Public Enemy, one of the greatest groups of all time. Um, Hank sure. Shockley, you know, the S1Ws, Professor Bomb Griff. Squad. Yeah. I mean, Terminator X. Before you even get to the two main people that pretty much everybody Harry knows. Allen, the media yeah. assassin, the media which assassin. is the greatest, which is the greatest nickname. Ever. It really is. It really is. Um, before you even get to, you know, the, the, the headliners, essentially the people that everybody, the, the face of the group, yeah. uh, Flavor Flav and Chuck D, you know, they, they have this long lineage of, of um, kind of influential. Like when you talk about uh, the S1Ws, like being a part of a group, even though they, they're never on the mic, but you know, when you see, when you see them and what they're about, like that totally fits mm-hmm. the whole image. We, like we say, you talk about the bomb squad, like what that means to, you know, the production, the, the sound of public and, and yeah, that sound that, that dominated the eighties that, that kind of ushered in a, a new wave in the nineties. Uh, and then when you talk about Terminator X, of course, like he's in that, um, lineage of DJs that were at the forefront of their group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking with his hands, exactly. he had his own song. Yeah, that you, that's how you, that's how you knew it was real when the DJ had his own song. Exactly, exactly. And Terminator X on the edge of panic. Yeah, so I mean, you know, again, like all these different factors that there are elements of hip hop that they provided because you can't look at the S1Ws kind of as B boys. You can look at, of course, um, you know, Bomb Squad as DJ slash production. And then you get to, you know, the, the actual performers who would be Flav and Chuck. And, you know, Chuck means so much to the history of hip hop. Um, man, here we are, you know, 35 years plus later and, you know, some of their dirty laundry is being aired out due to, um, you know, a falling out that's happened. So of course, everybody's hot on the campaign trail right now, getting in their endorsements, getting in, mm-hmm. you know, just their their say and who they feel should be the person that's going to run um, against the evil empire, essentially, uh, this later this year, who's basically going to get run amok upon. Um, and, you know, there's people that, of course, that, that are supporting uh, Elizabeth Warren, right? <laughs> we don't know anybody, <laughs> but um, the same they people still make you the same people that were just like we don't have a problem with um, you know rooting for a uh, female candidate as long as it's not Hillary. And then it's like okay, well here's Elizabeth Warren. She actually stands for a lot of well, stuff. Well, oh wait a second. Oh, <laughs> reel <laughs> it in. Yeah, we didn't say her. So okay, so we have that. Of course, Bloomberg. Who I don't know anybody that was behind that yo uh, yo the, my man that plays him on uh saturday night live yeah yo uh he has the same demeanor like that they like his <laughs> his character of him is mm-hmm. like his real life demeanor to like oh. the t it's like yo it, he's so like like yeah. bland and oh, just like stale i was like yeah, yeah nope yeah, yeah. You, man. well, I mean, he spent he spent just in ads alone. He spent about five hundred million. Yo, you you know, I listen to the Dan Levitard show. I yeah. I could re- I could probably recite his his uh, campaign commercial. That's how much it was on there. Mm-hmm. Like, in and I I have to imagine them joints was cheap. 
Yeah. Well, the other thing about that is people are like, well, you know, man, he spent a lot of money. But from what I understand, he stands to lose billions of dollars each year if certain things happen in the future that as far as some of the the tax bills that are that are set to be in place over the next few years. And it's like, well, spend half a billion now to try to disrupt things or spend billion dollars later. For someone that's perceived to be a savvy businessman, that seems like an easy <laughs> proposition. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how 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 all of that factors into. I, I think I think he'll be all right. I mean, I think the yeah. ice will still be cold. I think so too. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so we're we're at the point now where it's getting down to Biden versus Sanders. Uh, people such as Garth Brooks have worn uh, Barry Sanders. Uh, concerts and, and basically had tomatoes and eggs thrown at them because people didn't remember who Barry Sanders was. So they figured that he was endorsing uh, Bernie Sanders. And it's funny because, of course, when you wear that that Sanders, it's got the twenty on it. So yeah, you know, I, th- I I think he I think he was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was. Don't ask me how. And- oh yeah, no, he definitely was. Was don't interrogate me with that one, but um, don't at me either. But he definitely got at it. He got oh, yeah. at it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. His his fan base. Yeah. Is not a fan base of uh, of B Sanders number twenty. Nah, nah. They don't. They don't know anything about that. Either one. Mm. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they were just like, no, he was a he was yeah. a black he was a black running back from the nineties. Uh, They'd be like, well, screw him too. If it wasn't E Smith twenty two, <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. Uh, so, uh, here we are with public enemy, you know, uh, Chuck D's been been very vocal about the fact that Bernie Sanders is somebody that, you know, our community should pay attention to and get behind and support. And now we got to the point where it was time to do a rally public enemy radio, which is different than public enemy. Um, the group that we all know and love, uh, gets out there to do a show and then Flay pops up and was just like, well, wait a second, like you, you can't. You know, you can't be performing without me. And I personally don't want to be in, endorsing this nigga. And, <laughs> you know, uh, Chuck D was basically just like, Boy. yeah, he was like, listen, dude, like you ain't really been, you know, the most reliable guy over the past few years. Missing listen, shows. Yeah, yeah. You, we're, we're good. We, you know. we don't even have to have this conversation right now, man. Like, we're good. So um, they perform. Uh, the dirty laundry gets aired, basically saying that uh, Flav um, sued the Bernie Sanders campaign for using his likeness and whatnot. But it doesn't seem like that was the case. It seemed like Chuck D and them had their ducks in a row as far as making it public enemy radio. If I had to guess, Chuck was organized and Flav I think so. informed. I, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with that. I'm, gonna I, go I, I can, I, I'm confident in that one. I think so. It's probably open and shut. Uh, Chuck did say that uh, Flav's ambulance lawyer has been uh, chasing has been chasing the paper for a while. So I'm gonna nah, well, go what ahead. is a joke, man? Oh, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and trust Chuck on this one. But um, I don't think that, and, and from what we understand from the story, it didn't just all. It's not just about him not wanting to endorse Sanders right now. Chuck is saying uh, Flay was mad that it was a free 
benefit show and Flav yeah. tends not to attend or be fans of these uh, free benefit shows. Oh, Chuck, Chuck already had, I mean, Flav already had that, uh, that little uh, appearance fee checks. He, yeah, he's like, come on, man. My son can't eat those plaques. His son yeah. being his appetite for drugs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, well, he told you. He said, "If your hand in your pocket, your money is spent like this, like that." I, and again, man, I don't want to disrespect the legend, but at the same time, uh, he has been like you mentioned before. He's been, he has you been know, a, nah, he, he's been a caricature of of a caricature for for a while. He, he smoked crack. Yeah, yeah, back. <laughs> But you know, so when you, when no, you put, I, I, let me stop talking about play. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. When you put yourself in these types of situations, it does bring a little bit of levity to how people discuss how you get down. Like his, you know, just the, his his business dealings. Let's just say are that of someone, some people that we know in the hood. Yeah, and, and then also <laughs> this, with, without without the refrigerator on the uh, bicycle handles. Yeah. And it, this is also the dude that wore a Viking helmet and a clock yeah, on come TV. On, come on, man. So, I mean. Shout out to, uh, what's her name? Bridget Nielsen. Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a.k.a. Uh, the, the former the, Mrs. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Or or, or the, the, the tall blonde bitch in Beverly Hills Cop, too. Yo, oh, Ed had me rolling. He's like, <laughs> but 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 again, I mean, again, we can kind of make jokes a little bit, but it is sad to see legends have this happen. Um, it's yeah, one of the things I, I want to discuss a little bit later too, as far as it's like I, I hate I hate seeing them at odds with one another, man, because they they meant so much to me growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Just as you know, with Chuck's seriousness and mm-hmm. and Flav was like it's perfect. You you know, yeah, he he gave it some levity, you know, in. Like I was like, I mean, like we use the metaphor with the steak and the seasoning, but that's really what it is. I mean, you don't, you don't buy the meal for the seasoning, but you buy the meal for the steak. But the seasoning is what makes you come back. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, and 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 it, it won't be the same without flavor. I mean, they can do it because, I mean, we've seen shows without the hype man, and then mm. usually the crowd yells those parts anyway. Of course, yeah. You know, I mean, I've been in attendance. Who gives a fuck about a goddamn Grammy? You know, yeah, yeah. you know. But that—that that is one of the draws to the to the prospect of seeing Public Enemy is the fact that you know you're probably going to see Flavor Flav, who's yeah. You know that that's like that's like a conversation piece. Just to people, see the Flav dance in person, right? Exactly. Like people are going to ask you, "Oh man, what did Flav have on? What did he do? Was he there?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all those. Yeah, it was Flav Wilding. Right. Know. No, actually, Flav was, was cool. Wait, what? <laughs> what you mean he was cool? He wasn't tripping? No, nah, man, Flav was all right. He said a prayer? Yeah. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, man, he was a big part of, of our childhood, at least. Yeah, man. I don't know about everybody else, but. I, I, I got public enemy action figures, man. I exactly. Know. I do, too, actually. Big kids don't play. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it you know. Uh, I remember, you know, being seven, eight, nine years old and, and you know, just thinking they were just like the the, the dopest thing ever. So um did, did you or did you not have a flavor flavor clock? I did not. I can honestly say I did not. I had I had all types of, you know, 
the you know I had the medallions of course and of course but yeah and I I even had um I mean basically I had the 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 Chuck D starter kit I um, bet I, I bet your amount of money your sister had a clock oh for sure yeah 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 she yeah. did yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I remember yeah she did but nah not not me. I had one that had a you could change the little knobs and different colors on them. <laughs> oh man. I had I had a I had a red clock and I had a black knob and a green knob. Oh it was I was couldn't that's, tell me nothing. That's pretty cool. I wish uh, I still had that drum, man. That'd be that'd be dope. Would you wear it? No. Yeah. But I, yeah. I just I just wish I maybe like like for a quick little throwback uh drum. Yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be definitely cool for like Halloween time or whatever. But. Yeah, or like a uh like a uh eighties party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, so, so where are we stand right now? It looks like they are at odds. It looks like uh, Chuck D and Public Enemy Radio are are looking to move forward without Flav. And I'm they'll pass. That's like Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not not so new addition. Um, I'm sure they'll patch this up though. I think it'll be all right. I, I, I hope, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, man. I, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's again, it's one of those things where uh when you're a group and I heard Fonte talk about this, he's like, when you're first starting out, you don't think about how it's gonna end. You're just thinking about, you know, that particular moment and then, you know, just what it's gonna take in order for you to get where you wanna go. But, you know, public enemy is actually a great example. Like, you know, after almost forty years, what what do you do? You know, it has to where where does it go from here? You know, especially when you have such a enigmatic member like Flav. Like, yeah. How's it like? What do you expect then, man? You know. See that that's why I think like a group like the Locks. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I think they they are the prototype of. That'd be sick. Like if they were, no, there was some, no 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 no. Yeah, I would, yeah. Don't 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 even. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Look, we can't, but, even, no, can't even utter those. Can't even words. fathom it. But no, what I'm saying is they're they they are independent artists all on their own mm-hmm. so like the way groups used to be you couldn't make money without the the other members right right so the fact that like groups like wu-tang and the mm-hmm. locks they can all go and make money on their own right. they can all go live their own lives and then they can kind of voltron and reunite to yeah. do work together and feature another but they don't have to always be in each other's face every day. Yeah, no, nah, that was that, smart. That was smarter than them. Like, yeah, yeah, like I think we of course we love their catalog, but their catalog really is better from the songs from the solo projects. Yeah, like they really technically have three albums. Yeah. You know, as a group mm-hmm. and a couple EPs, but I mean they have, you know, hundreds of, of songs together because yeah. of their, you know, you know, two thirds a hop on the on mm-hmm. the on a track, or you'll get all three. Like, like it's funny, like the way they even do it. Isn't it? it it'll be Jada featuring Styles and and Sheik. Mm-hmm. It, it won't say the locks on the right. track, you know. So they right. even they even keep it all all separate, you know, because it's. But at the same time, you know what it is, you know. And then they and then they have their their bigger collective of D Block. And it's just one of them things, man, where, you know, them being able to do it like that is what enables them to keep continuing on and coming back, you know. Very true. 
Um, with all that said, you know, we're heading into a point where the, the Democratic nomination is still kind of up in the air. Um, I think uh, Biden is just going to fall in his lap. Man. He, he, man, you know. him and Donald Trump should just go in the alley and just fight. Oh, <laughs> whoever come out with they could go Peter in the chicken style, uh, Family Guy style, and just whoever whoever walk out there, John. That's the they they just walk right into the uh, inauguration, put their hand on, <laughs> put their hand on the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you oh, that's it. great. That's I mean, shit, I mean, it ain't gonna be no different for us. It's gonna be the same regardless. For yeah, us. It, really, it really is, man. You know, it's it's pretty sad, but um. Yeah. But yeah, remind me uh, off air to tell you some of the shit that I've experienced oh, over the past can, couple of days. I can only imagine, man, down there. Yeah, the walking, walking, yeah, walking in some of these houses, man. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah. So let's just say, uh, when when Flav tweeted the other day, "Are you kidding me right now over Bernie Sanders? You want to destroy something? We, we, we build over thirty five years over politics." Like Flav, I don't think it was just over politics, man. <laughs> the the, the it, great the greatest the thing rocks. about this, right? Well, the greatest thing about this is that um, Flav said he been he been clean for ten years, and uh, you know he battled addiction before, like millions of other Americans. Chuck, you know better True. than to lie about that. So I'm I'm sure Chuck is like, man, I ain't lying, man. You you ain't been clean ten ten days. Ten days, man. Ten days, and, and, and I'm pretty sure you told me that uh, that uh, growing up hip hop, New York, mm-hmm. his didn't his kids have an intervention for him? Yeah, yeah, they uh, they they definitely and, wanted to, to to holler at him about something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was in the that was within ten years. Yeah, I don't think it was gambling either. Yeah, gambling with his life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, I mean, you never want to joke about addiction, but at the same mm-hmm. time, Flav has put himself in some situations where it was yeah. obvious that drugs played a part. Yeah, in, for sure. You know, <laughs> even the even even the, the one of the things that one of the most iconic things he's known for, the Flav dance, is yeah, is something reminiscent of yeah. you know. I'm short a couple dollars. Let me let me hit yeah, this. Yeah. This gator for I you. do it. I do you it. Know I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love smoking crap. Cause I'm c- 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 oh man. <laughs> oh, shout but out yes. to Sam, man. Yeah, man, man. Big shout to Sam. Um, Sam Jack. So, okay, man. We talked about Public Enemy. We talked about the election. Uh, I guess you the, know why we here, man. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, stop yeah. playing. I was like, man, come on. We 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 are here. Hold on. <clears throat> an allegory is a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, typically a moral or political one. There you go. Royce. Yeah, yeah Royce. Royce the five nine. Uh one A or one B in the, the best MC in the world conversation. And right now, I don't hey, know, man. Um hey, Mr. man, I, I Mr. Trot has been a little quiet. Uh, and one. new yeah. heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> I mean, we, we'll talk about you know his past six years, of course, but you know what what really you know has, why the, right yeah. has, has kind of really elevated him in in our eyes was remember 
when Thought shut down uh, Flex with uh, with uh, Freestyle 100 or whatever it was, and then Royce was the next one. It was like, yeah. how how are we gonna be able to 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 follow up? You know what what Thought just did, and then when Royce was the next one, it was like, oh, yes, I. And he brought Prime with fault. him. And he brought Prime with him. It was like you a legend, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, Royce, we we and see. And you. then he wrapped, and then he wrapped off New York State of Mind. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Now nah, that's a cheat code. Yeah, we and then he it. brought Preem, which is another yeah, cheat yeah, code. Yeah, so, so yeah, we we kind we kind of saw where this was going. Um, uh, obviously, you know, we'll we'll talk about again. We'll talk about the past six years, but this album here that that was just released. Uh, what we like to do. Uh, we, we have a thing that we do. It's called the full listen. And we've been doing this mm-hmm. since, you know, college 20 plus years ago where, you know, of course, our methods of listening to music were a little bit different back then, but we, it was just, it's still the same, like ideologies behind it. The we're, process is yeah, basically the same. It's basically the same. Like, we, the full listen is, of course, when you sit with the album and it's not just like, all right, I'm about to just like check this out and then give my hot take and then move on to something else is where you actually really like listen to it you listen to it with your yeah. friends you listen to it in a car you listen to it you know while you're making headphones dinner headphones um you know computer or stereo mm-hmm. you know if nothing else going on it's like you're, why are you you're, dropping off the kids yeah it's like you're you're honing in on it and you're trying to get different um perspectives of it just based off of how you're listening to it and picking up on who or who may or may not be getting dissed Right. Yeah. This is all all different types of, of ways of doing it. And then at the end, that's when you give your assessment because it's so easy to give the easy bake take and say, Y'all mm-hmm. man, you know, album of the year, period. And it's like Yeah. Which is why we which is why when the albums don't come out when the albums first come out, you usually don't get a review from us right away other than saying, Oh, we like this song. Yeah. We never deep dive in it until we sat with it for a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's just I mean, it's only right, especially with an album and an artist that's this, you know, intricate with the wordplay, this uh, skill with the rhymes. You can't just, you know, be halfway asleep and listen to it at midnight and be like, all right, I'm ready to tell you how how to break this whole album down. It, It don't work like that. Like it, there's and and then also with it, there's normally about a ten day minimum. We give it, you know, a week and a half at least to to really Gotta let it marinate. So uh, with this, of course, uh, starting out um, at uh, at the end of last year, we got Black Savage, mm-hmm. um, and we were excited about that because, of course, it was a posse cut, and it was something that had a visual right away. So it was like, wow! Like whenever you get a visual for a song nowadays, it's like, yeah. It- <laughs> Videos kind of making a little comeback. Mm-hmm. A little. They bit. don't really have nowhere to show them. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I guess like on your phone or whatever. Yeah. But. Title. <laughs> True. But but yeah, um, I you know, I guess Revolt still exists. BET Jam still exists on some people's uh cable packages. Um. So yeah. But. Uh. So yeah. So yeah. So Black Savage. Okay. It's like okay. Cool. And then um we got uh. What do we get? I don't age. Next, mm-hmm. I don't age. It was next. Yeah, and then Overcomer. 
And I was like, oh, oh okay. Overcoming is vicious. Yeah, then it was like, okay, like, we, we see where this is going. You got West Side. Even the champ, even the champ hit me up, was like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, okay. And then right before, um, right before the album dropped, then we got uh, Upside Down. Upside Down. Yeah. Uh, uh, upside Down. Yeah. No, that, that joint, man, you know, you know, I talk about, you know, I talk about the 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 little couplets of like mm. you know the the groups of three. Yeah. <laughs> you murderers know, row. Yeah, the 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 mur- the murderers row. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, if you you gotta you gotta you gotta take it with a a little grain of salt because they got the skits in there. The skits are in there. But yeah, yeah but you got overcomer, Dao Shao, mm-hmm. Fubu, and then upside, upside down. Upside down, yeah. You got you got actually got those four right in a row. Yeah. Um, but Dow Shao, Fubu, and Upside Down, like right in a mm-hmm. row, and then you know, Overcomers right before that. And then So all right, so here's something that I know you do. Did you mm. chop this did you chop this up? Oh. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So I did too. So I of course I listened to it in its entirety. And I have one that's just the album and I have one that's just the playlist of just the tracks without the um, the skits. The skits in the interlude. Yeah. Which I mean, it, it works, but at the same time, like there's times where I just listen to the album too. But if I just wanted yeah. to just get straight to the lyrics, like you know, like if you're exercising or you know you're you're just trying to just get to the bars, it's a little tough sometimes. Um, you know, to, to really get into the groove that you want sometimes with the interludes there. Although it, yeah. it does tell the story of the the entire project. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it gives the allegory exactly. So. Yeah. Um, I will say, man, um, talking about the skits and the interludes, this is probably some of the strongest uh, skit slash interlude work yeah, that we've man. seen in a long time, man. I the Mister Grace, Miss Grace Jones with, yeah. with the kids. Well, well, I like this reminded me of like Supreme Clientele, like how important those skits and interludes were to the overall fabric of that album. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like those, like they were, they were just super um, essential to to the the story that Ghost was putting together. And I think, yeah, um, same thing with, with here with Royce. Like it, it, it put me in that same mindset where I'm like, oh, okay. Like, of course, they're supposedly like you know the days of people doing skits is kind of over. But when you do see them, it really is a part of yeah. the artist trying to tell their story. They're trying to make it a movie on wax in, in a sense. Yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick, we'll, we'll, obviously, yeah, like he good kid. Was, yeah, like, but those, those are the, the 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 two that over the past you know twenty years that have kind of stood out to me. There's probably a couple more, but it's like Supreme Clientele is definitely one of them. Good kid, definitely one of them. Yeah, man. Um, uh, the Ice Cream Man skit was crazy. You know, yeah. just breaking down the 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 origins of the Ice Cream song. Like, I'll, I'll never be able to hear it again the same. So, and, so and like, I heard that. Yeah, I heard it I've before. Never, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know the 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 specific part of it. A nigga love a watermelon. I didn't know that. Like, and it was yeah, I, I Columbia Records, which is which is in his, you know, that's in his like story because of course he was signed to Sony. Yeah. You know, for so many years, so it's it's just crazy. But um, I I remember I was uh, DJing a uh, like a there was an annual graduation party that I was doing at University of Texas. And I had probably done it like nine times. I did it in the spring semester and the fall semester. 
and um i did the so the the one in the the one in the fall semester is in august and it's like the the new kids that are coming in but it's for like the um the business school so they're you know they're 25 you know sometimes 25 26 or whatever so they're not quite like you know they're not kids but they're not like full like grown-ass adults either and i remember um kind of as a joke one of them was just like hey man uh you got jibs i was like what and I, had think, right, I had to think about it for a second i was like well, i was like i was like, i didn't even answer i was like what do you mean he was like yo uh, yo I'll, I'll give you uh yo, i'll give you like i'll give you 20 dollars to play jibs now i'm like I ain't playing that, man. You know, like whatever, like you know, whatever. <laughs> and I, but, but the I guess they were trying to hit you with the payola. <laughs> well, they were just trying to hit me with the, you know, I, I want you to play this this whack record because you know, just I just it's a it's a joke basically. And whenever people try to do, and, and I don't necessarily consider that to be hip hop, but I'm always cautious with that when people ask for stuff like that because it's just like, mm, like what do you like, they, like? What's your goal with that? You know, yeah. you're trying to make a mockery of of that. And I was just like, eh, man, I don't know, man. I, I'm good, you know. Like Chang Hang Low, and of course, it's the same. Yeah, the, know, same, the same. They sample. Yeah, yeah, that, and it's you know. I wonder. I wonder if Jibs knew that. I hope not. I hope. I hope. He I mean, I'm, that sure, I'm sure. Using it. I'm sure he knows now. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure he knows now. But I'm saying, I, I hope he didn't know when he's when they mm -hmm. chose to use it. Yeah, I'm sure nobody at the at the label told him. No, no. Was he was he in Colombia by by chance? Ooh, man, that's a great question, man. Hold I hope, on, hold on. I hope he wasn't. Let's, they were like, "Hey, we can, see. hey, we can clear that sample very quickly." Sure, Jibs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man, I want to say he was on like Atlantic or something. But isn't Atlantic Sony, which is Columbia? Oh man, uh, I don't think so. Hold on, I'm checking. He was on Inter he was on Interscope. Oh, you, oh, you found it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on Interscope. Which... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, well. Shout out to Jibs. Yeah, but anyway, so, um, you know, Jibs. I bet you, I bet you, <laughs> Jibs, I know. That reminds me of Q-Tip whenever I think of that name. Run your Jibs. Yeah, run your Jibs. Uh, peace out to the nation. Stay rugged and rough. Uh, so okay, so yeah, so so again, back to that to the ice cream. Like, wow, it was like yo, like Royce is really dropping jewels, and you know, it it did give you a couple moments where you just like yo, let me get my Google's on real quick to just mm -hmm. like, you know see that. So anytime that's happening, sound like something from the Boondocks. <laughs> it sound like yeah, uh, yeah, it, the, it the really voice sound like, it, yeah, yeah, it really did. Um. And then, of course, he, he added a little bit of comedy to it because they, that reminded me of, like, Fonte. Wait, ain't you Nefertiti 69 from, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, yeah. So that, that, that was cool, too. It was like there was a lesson, but also there was a little bit of, like, comedy to it. so that Because that's how it would be is somebody somebody dropping a gym and then somebody yeah. you know, reminding them, like, yeah. ain't you? Wait a yeah. Yo, weren't you just sucking dick in the alley? <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah she was but she's still not Did, wrong didn't you fly to dubai <laughs> for the body <laughs> like she did but she she's still not wrong though but no you know that's, uh, that's, that's her, her facts are correct yeah that's what we do um 
but yeah, so I so all right, so we we talked about the skits and interludes. I just want to talk about um the uh because you mentioned Kid Vicious. I want to talk about the guest on here. Um, yeah. of course, of course, again with with this project here, uh, we were joking that he was basically like the fourth member of Griselda because he literally had solo song. Well, he yeah. had a, he had each one of the members yeah. uh, as a guest. Yeah. Um, so, so we, again, we had heard, um, Overcomer with West Side Gun, uh, you know, second single or second joint to come out or whatever, or third one to come out. And then of course, um, he put out Upside Down with, uh, with, with Benny. And then you get to the album and he's got FUBU with, with Conway. So, uh, we're just like, wow. Like he really, like really is stamping these dudes as like, yeah, you know, like, and- and and each one of them songs is hard as hell too. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like they're talking that talk. Um, one of one of the most memorable Benny verses since uh since Tana Talk Three. Yeah, like he's he he's been spazzing lately. Anyway, that like but when, that's Royce, something that we're gonna have to talk about. Royce brings that out of out of MCs because you oh, can't sure. you can't come with a, a lackluster verse you know it's just it's just not it's not gonna be acceptable <laughs> um, did you hear the story though like they like how he how he, how they all ended up on there no so they they were they were they went tour and um mm-hmm. they they pulled into detroit like late night like they just they just uh came and came to kick it with him at the studio they was all tired they all fell asleep yeah and then uh and and Royce was like recording. He was like, "Hey, you got something?" He's like, "I always got something." Yeah. That's talking to Benny. Mm-hmm. And then uh, upside down. Yeah, that's dope. And then and then he was like, "Oh, you recorded something? Oh, let me let me uh mm-hmm. let me get on this joint too." And then I mean, but 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 Benny was I mean, and then the and then the and then the uh the chick Ashley Sorrell, I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, like how they flipped the um. What's, I can't never remember the name of that song. The, da, 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 that mm-hmm. that drum. Yeah. Uh, how they flip that? Yeah. It's called something diner. Uh, yeah. Something like that. I can't. Yeah. But yeah, just the just the way that they flip that drum and it's uh super dope, man. Yeah. No. It. I mean. Again, like to to get solo records because it's one thing. Tom's Diner. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's, <Tom's> it. Diner. <laughs> that's it. Uh, shout to uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, to, to get to get uh, solo songs from each one of them is, is pretty cool. You know, again, like yeah. har- harkening back to the locks. Like it's one thing to get the locks on a joint, but to get a joint style with chic, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's pretty dope to be able to do that. So he can definitely say that he's the only one to do that on a on on a project to have all three of them, but not on one song. Like Sky Zoo, uh, you know, he he messed the internet up last year with Eastern Conference uh, All-Stars with the yeah. three of them in Elzai, but they were all on one track, which is dope. But uh, Royce took it to another level with this. But I'm the I'm the one behind the wheel when conversations go left. Oh, yeah. That's the... Yeah. I need violence. I'm Rashid Wallace. I'm okay with attack. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, nah, definitely uh, the the butcher and just you know just everything that they've been doing, man. It's, it's just been it's been dope to really you know see them be embraced and also to see them be put up on that pedestal um, because of their sound and the fact that what they talk about uh, is is what people were have been clamoring to hear. Let's be yeah, honest. <laughs> the nigga said, "I sold a brick whiter than Tory Spelling." Man. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. People have been, you know, that that type of that type of talk. Like it puts you in a different you type come of in, nigga? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. It, it it's it's uh is is I I don't want to say is, but for for us, it's like when when people when people got so hyped that the Irishman was coming out. They mm-hmm. missed that kind of movie. They missed that kind of feeling mm-hmm. that that a movie with Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro give you. Right. They don't they don't condone the shit that was going on in right. in the flick. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Scorsese and Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro not xing people out. Right. But they give you that feeling. Like you said, they restore, give you restored the feeling. <laughs> they restore the feeling, man. But and, but again, uh, and then also too, uh, that's what, what Griselda I, doing, man. And, and I'll I'll say this: like in our everyday lives of, of kind of code switching, and you know, kind of uh, the same rules apply. Don't try to switch up your style, but you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, in the corporate world, like I know sometimes, man, I'll just have to go get in my car and just throw on some Benny or throw on like some some Conway to just kind of just like do a palate cleanse. Like I like y'all gonna I've been a bitch ass nigga all morning, yo. Let me let me, <laughs> let me listen to somebody sell some bricks, man. <laughs> like yeah, man. You know, I be feeling like that, like man. And, and yeah. you know when I'm in a car, I before I walk in some <laughs> before I walk in the spot, man. I, every time I slang something, I, yeah. I I I approach it like I'm slanging rock. Exactly. So, so I gotta. I listen to that kind of music. Turnpike exactly. Ike. Exactly. <laughs> what what exactly. you talking about, man? Yeah, no, but I mean, that's that's how I feel. Like, yo, man, let me, yeah, it's just, it's that it's that gelato, you know, just that palate cleanse before you, yeah, like, man. It's like, yo, man, I just been, yo, who, who am I? Who am I right now? Let me I'm going to go sip this coffee before they get the new uh, clone on me, before they, <laughs> before they hit, before they hit me with this uh, Isi Miyaki. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so again, man, um it was it was dope to see that. What what I will say though, uh again, uh I heard Roy say that he felt like um it, hopefully we're not butchering her name. We're just gonna say Ashley, his artist. Um yeah. he he felt she's like dope. she she's the most talented artist that he's worked with, like from top to bottom, like A to Z, That's pound it. for pound. And uh, based off of these past couple projects, Book of Ryan and this. I can see where he's coming from as far as her versatility. She's singing, she's rapping, she's helping arrange stuff. And it seems like she's like, she has a, a, a very key part in a lot of these yeah. themes and stuff yeah. that he's doing, you know? And I don't know if that's her on, on these, um, on the interludes where there's a lady, like the ice cream drink. I don't know if that's her on that, but I would, uh, I would I imagine can't. that it is, you know? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Since there's, since there's no such thing as liner it, notes anymore, who knows? Uh, uh, it is Melanie Rutherford. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She she's on it. She's on um Book of Ryan. She's yeah, on a she's on Book of Ryan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, so um, we were also excited to to see Osman Benjamin, uh, someone that that sway in the morning their show. They've been championing yeah. him for for years. 
and we've you know become familiar with him through yeah. uh you know through his work with uh Norway, nice. his work with uh Mickey and of course you know some of his uh solo efforts as well um mm-hmm. Kid Vicious who is actually uh Russ's younger brother um his verse was dope like yeah. like I was like yo he's like he's getting better like yeah he's yeah, definitely soaking in a lot of a lot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of your favorite MCs in the world, King Crooked, uh, on yeah. Strict. Man, they they were talking that talk on that man. Yeah, man. I I still I always like when they when they just rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what they were trying to, and I and I like the song. Right. But I was I I kind of feel like remember when Ye was like, you know, I wanted I didn't want the more introspective Jay Z. Yeah. I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I was feeling about this drink. I just wanted them to talk that shit, but no, yeah. I dig, I dig the song, and it's it's definitely was needed. Yeah. Cause yeah. cause I mean everything they said was you know, you know real shit that needed to be said, and mm-hmm. um, the whole the whole basis of the song is like uh things that that go on in the world that um, you know that cause us as as a people to problems mm-hmm. you know it's it's everything that you know technology as mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. uh as the brothers at broad knowledge would put it <laughs> <laughs> you go to that white school <laughs> you know you've been out there the more, up there on the on the platform <laughs> uh, you, no, you, I, I, you yeah. learn that white man's history yeah but do you know your own yeah Nah, it's, you it's know that it's hot great. in the motherfucker out here, and I'm trying to get on the bus, yeah. yeah, man, the, yeah, all types of stuff going around. Be safe, though, man. Them, Be safe. Mhm. And yeah, man. You, you, you know, you know what's best though when you see the brother uh, with, with the with the white uh, family member, so to speak. <laughs> And they're waiting for the bus, and one of those dudes is out. Like they, yo, they be berating. And look at look at him with his white devil queen. Oh no, <laughs> that a white devil queen. Oh no, oh. look at him with that cocazoid. Oh man, destroying the gene pool, brother. What are you doing to us? You know, if it went down tomorrow, she would sell you out for 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 a frank and a bun. Like oh, not not even a hot dog. He, he broke it down. He broke it down. She sell you out for a Frank Furter because she's one of those Franks that was Furton. Like, like, oh man, oh no. But yeah, uh, no, nah, definitely, definitely uh, tough. You tricked, like, brother. You have been tricked. Tricked. So yeah, they, they, they basically they embodied all of that there. But what I like there on that track too, um, what what Royce kind of really what he was able to get across was a lot of the things that we've been fed were to keep us at a certain level. And there's so much mm-hmm. information that's available to us now that we don't have to follow, you know, the, the rules of what we've been tricked to believe and tricked to, to yeah, see. Man, somebody need to tell these rappers, mm-hmm. stop signing these goddamn contracts, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's t- it's tough to 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 do that when people are in situations where they're looking to to get out. Oh, oh, oh no, because if somebody went ahead and the board contract right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. no, I mean, like all all jokes aside, they purposely make those contracts super difficult mm-hmm. to understand and read. Like, like even people that that study those things don't right, know exactly. what those. But 
I, I, as a caveat, as a but, mm-hmm. there's so much information out there. There's so many horror stories. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the TLC story. Whether whether they lived it, whether they were even born, they, they made a movie about it. Mm-hmm. There's the infamous clips. And then on and on and on, there's there's a new rapper or, or an old rapper every week talking about how they got jerked. Mm-hmm. There's songs about it. The one thing I do say that's, I mean, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, for those that don't know what we are talking about, uh, Meg Thee Stallion uh, went to uh, Twitter because, of course, she did. Uh, which which say, I thought was cool, though. I thought I, in this in this in this particular case, I'm glad that she did, though. Um, all right, I'm looking at it like if you're trying to get this dude who's in a position, Carl Crawford, a former baseball player, turned uh music guy. Um, if you're trying to get him to renegotiate it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see how bad I can embarrass him. Well, uh, that's that's the that's the court of public opinion. I'm sure whoever's advising her. May yeah, have, I don't think Carl Crawford gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't, but because uh, because that's not the. Well, part I mean, of, he he does he does a little bit because yeah, he yeah, right responded to it exactly. But I I think the part that I like about it is the fact that it did open up the conversation and that it is something to where. We've seen her be very successful over the past maybe 16 months, and she's mm-hmm. someone that that a lot of people are rooting for. And from all accounts, from what we see on social media, she is someone that's probably that you would suspect to be one of the more successful rappers. Mm-hmm. Like if you heard that she was going to be that she was slated to be on the Forbes list next year, you wouldn't be entirely surprised because she has a following. She's she's been on some important records and it looks like she's you know been touring and whatnot. But on the other hand of it, the the fact that behind the scenes everything isn't working out so well, that's the part that's always the horror story, like you mentioned. Um yeah. that you hope isn't the case. And it's not our job as fans to worry about that part. It, it's our industry job. rule yeah. number four thousand and eighty. It's the illest thing boy ever said. Record company people are shady. And he was he was like 22 when he said that, when he wrote that. Mm-hmm. And he had been in the record industry for like four years. I don't even think he was that old. Well, that was on Marauders. That was 93. He was like 22. Mm-mm. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm that was on Check the Ron. No, he, that was yeah. 91. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he was like 20 when he wrote that. Thing. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wisdom beyond his years, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it still holds true because... I mean, look, we're in 2020 and it's still happening. No, it's true. That's that's 30 years ago. 30 years. He said ago. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but, but again, <laughs> like 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 our homie says, man, our, our big homie Raz, man. Um, uh, you know, Jews run it, niggas run around in it. Believe me. Yeah. That that's the probably the illest bar next to to that because yeah. it really symbolizes that, what that's like the are. next level of yeah of, of that, of that yeah. bar it's like the, yeah. the evolution of that bar but yeah. <laughs> i mean the the whole thing about selling records is the fact that you are um exploiting someone's performance at that particular moment to be used in perpetuity for the foreseeable future or not foreseeable future so yeah. the fact that you have ownership over what someone did in that particular space at that moment for forever you he know got, like, he got 
he got 60% of her publishing. Oh, I mean, he got a 60% split of her uh, right. royalties, and she got to cover all the recording costs with, out of her 40. The, out of her 40, yeah. And he get, like, he, I think he get 60-40 on the on the touring. I mean, it's some crazy numbers but in there. If you, if I, don't, I don't know all the numbers. If you're, if you're a freshman, sophomore in college in Houston, and, you know, the local baseball player that's in town is is – is now like you said a music guy and you're trying to get your your stuff out there like what 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 do 90 percent of people in that situation do do they sit down and they go get I, I, I know if i was 19 yeah i would have i would have i would have took some cash that i probably shouldn't have took yeah for sure absolutely um but the thing the <laughs> thing that's uh because i find i find humor in things that probably it's like one guy who did it's funny chance is like the only dude ever that did not yeah <laughs> He's like literally the only like the only dude ever. Yeah, even even Drake who yeah. didn't have to and yeah. he did. Yeah. Um yeah. So all those bars that she has about uh getting niggas for their money. Mm-hmm. And uh if you not if you if you a trick you dumb and all that kind of mm-hmm. it just, it just <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, it's not funny because I know those are just words mm-hmm. on a page, but it is it's just the irony of of those bars sure. now. Sure, it it, it it makes me laugh. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's somewhat laughable at the same time. Though this is a, mm-hmm. a a woman that we're that we're hoping will succeed for years to come. So at the same, no, time, I wanted I wanted to win, but yeah. at the same time, that was still funny because like, yeah. uh. Cause, cause it was so many. That was so many captions on IG. But you know, but that's the other thing, though. Like you're get savvy. these niggas, right, hot right. girl summer. Right, you're savvy enough to know that you know where the other, what the other side of the coin looks like. So you're like, okay, she's talking this cash money, like ish. hot girl summer was on layaway. Yeah. Oh man, that joint was uh, was uh, in in what is it indentured servitude? That's basically what was going on. Swing um, low, yeah, but but wow. um, I I think now that there's been some light shed on this situation, and you know all the IG and Twitter uh, entertainment lawyers have, have have gotten their piece out, and all the think pieces have have been developed. Man, you niggas gotta stop, man! <laughs> like you can't you can't people giving this girl all kinds of advice, and she should have did this, and yeah. she should have did that. But hold on, let, hey. let, let me get the phone. Hello. Mm. Thank you for calling. You know, it's like, oh, what, what or, are you doing? <laughs> yeah, why, why you you duck in Filey's basement? Yeah, you know, for your, your twenty-two dollar uh, <laughs> Filey's basement charge. Yeah, yeah, nah, it's it's no, sad, man, it's like, sad to see, but uh, what she was able to do, I think, she's taking control of the situation. Uh, yeah, Meg, I mean, Meg, Meg, that is because uh, she got the temporary restraining order. Which reminded me of something. Can, it reminded me of something that like the NFL would do, like when when Zeke was trying to get you know still play. He got the restraining order so he could still play. Mm-hmm. So she has an album or a project that's coming out in, in a couple of days. It looks like it's nine tracks, and it looks like she's like gonna go hard with it. And I know it was there was an injunction to get it stopped, and uh, it looks. Is like- this her debut album, like officially? I think so. I think. Uh, I think you would technically have to put the Meet Tina Snow pride. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the first studio album. Because 
she is she has a four album deal uh with, with Carl Crawford. Yeah. So if 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 I was her, I'd be trying to get these things. I she be they be getting all types of here, my dears. And um <laughs> but uh she she does have Rock Nation uh mm-hmm. who helped Uzi um right. get out of the situation Wayne, with they, drama. Yeah, they helped Wayne. Yeah, so yeah. they seem to be the uh the conglomerate version of of Cam, Wait. I can help get you out your deal. Yeah, I know. That that's the first but thing. That the, came but to then, mind but then they too. turn around. But then they turn around and sign him to one, which is I know. Well, uh, yeah, she is um, right. What came the the joint? This this technically is the first uh, studio album. Fever and Tina Snow. Those were like EPs, mixtape. So, mm. so if she does have a um, man, she does have a four album deal. Man, she gotta, she should come out with the deluxe. Sugar two point oh. She better get on that no limit plan, man. Bring them joints out every three weeks. Yeah. Go about her day. Yeah. Well, um, I, I like her. I think that um, it's 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 great that. You know, maybe her message isn't the best for <laughs> for young girls out there, but no. um, but, but I think I think her spirit and what she's doing, because I, you know, at some point she still was probably like in taking classes and stuff, like. But shit, she's a young girl, so I mean, yeah. she just turned twenty five. Yeah, yeah. If you're getting your uh your your life uh advice from Meg, Meg the Stallion, I mean, mm. yeah. Drink the boat, drive the boat. What is it? That sounds like an old man now. Let's drive the boat. She pours oh, a henny. Man. She pours a henny in people's mouths. I was like, oh man, that, that was Phil back in college. Pause. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah, Paul, yeah please pause that. <laughs> um, others on the album. Uh, our man Vince Staples is on there, uh, doing what he does. Who North, North. Um. Man, like I'm twenty, not even about twenty percent down. <laughs> I'm down still, off. I'm still waiting for for like the like. I know he's like famous, and I went to his show last year, and he was like he had a, a nice following. I'm still just waiting for. I don't know. I just feel like Vince is like still on the cusps, you know, in a sense. Like we talk about how like if he actually had you know a, a, a weekly show or, or some a platform like that, like he would be like Joe Rogan <laughs> almost. <laughs> Like, yo, yo, he, he, like people want to hear him talk more than they want to hear him rap, in a sense. Yeah, man. They want to hear he, He's getting to that point, like. But I always, always look at him. You, you know, remember, remember when like uh, eighty shows where if they wanted to be the villain, they would just get uh, a mustache, or they get like black. <laughs> I remember, yeah. remember on Night Rider, Michael yeah, Knight, his brother, he yeah. just had a goatee, yeah, and now he's the bad guy. Yeah, I, I look, I look at Ben Staples, and he's like the. <laughs> Oh, man. He's like the he's like the bad he's like the bad guy champ, so like not not even in a bad way. He's like Yeah, yeah. He's that that other he, like voice on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. If, if Chance is happy go lucky, then like Vince yeah. is like the, the if Chance darker. is like if Chance is like oh father God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Vince is like, man, fuck these niggas, man. Yeah, that's true. No, I I see that. But yeah, I'm still I'm like, okay, like I, I like the fact that, that Royce um, put him on the project because again, like he wasn't just getting any old body. Like everybody he got was like, 
you know, yeah. it, there was a purpose behind, you know, their inclusion in. Yeah, so um, shout, shout out to the bars for for uh for Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, um, don't, don't disrespect the God, man. God's son. Yeah, no. Uh Graf, uh, who is who is someone that uh that song is yeah. That song play forever. Um, Graf is somebody who was he. I mean, he's racist contemporary. Like they kind of were around the same time coming up, you know, and and that kind of on the cusp. Um, you know, this dude is nice, but he hasn't broken through to that that layer that button was already on. Um, Yeah, he didn't have to pump it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he was nice, and like you you heard the comparison between you know Graf and Button and. So it's just it's just nice to just see him still um, relevant. People still giving him um, the opportunity to display his skills, and you know I, I know that Royce always was somebody that, that thought he was nice. It's cool to see him on there. Um, speaking of Button, of course, Amani. Anybody that's listening to any of the mood musics or any of the the Love Lost or the, the Summer joke, Leather yeah. Vest, <laughs> Leather Vest. Uh, you know he's from he's from that whole. Uh, uh, that whole camp there uh, with Button and uh, Killer BH. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Amani, who's also on the uh, the Kiss single with Rick Ross, yeah. Kiss It to the Sky. So uh, you know he's dope. Um, yeah, man, it just was just good just to just see the features on yeah, here. Man. You surprised you didn't get an M feature? Uh, I I felt like uh, before we even knew what the track listing was, and when when um when M came out with his album and, and Royce was on there three times, I was like, man, it just seems like it would be tough for M to also be on this one too. I was expecting yeah. it. Cause you just, when you see a Royce studio album, you're just expecting for M to be in yeah. this point. But you know, he, was, he was on Caterpillar last on the last on Book of Ryan. So you're just expecting for it, but um, it wasn't as if he was missed. You know, now, I, I, I can see, I can see a remix uh, uh, possibly. Yeah. But, we got We got to talk about the one of the the biggest the biggest biggest surprises, at least for me, was the fact that Royce produced this entire album. Yeah, and so and his, a first time producer. So his story about that, you know, he's been making the the press run, and I, I saw uh, Rory from Joe Button podcast say like he loves the uh, press run Royce. Um, yeah. This particular version the, Ro- the Rose the Rosenberg interview was real good too. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so 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 here's the ones that I've seen so far. So I saw the rap life with Ebro, and they have a lot of respect for each other. So that was dope to see. Um, the hot ninety seven one, the one you just mentioned with Royce, they have a lot of respect for each other too. Um, saw him on for the record with um Rob Markman. Yeah. Uh the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, and uh, did not and- see that one. Yeah, I, I watched that one. Um, he was on uh, No Jumper. I saw clips from that. And it was one more that I saw. But, um, oh, well, L.A. Leakers, the freestyle. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, one of the things that Roy said uh, regarding the production was um, after he finished Book of Ryan and he kind of had exhausted himself just, you know, providing that much information in, in, the, in that way. He was, you know, he has the Head Studios, which has been a big part of this run of albums that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he had his own studio, he could just live in there, you know. Um, and he was in there and he said that he was just like going to mess around with something. And um, he went it's to a godsend. Yeah, he went to go cop um, Ableton. 
He said he copped it and then he hit uh Prem up. Prem was like, yo, go take that shit back, man. Go get <laughs> go get NPC studio. And he said he went and got it. And um Prem sat on FaceTime with him for two and a half hours and just gave him like a, basically like a a course on how to use yeah. it. And then from there <laughs> Who better who better to learn from? I mean, I mean it's not You're me. a legend, nigga. So once he did that, uh, he said that he started to just mess around with it. And again, like, I mean, if you're spending 10, 12, 14 hours in your workspace like that, you're going to probably end up just learning, you know, or teaching yourself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said it just started with um, with that and then, like, uh, just messing around with stuff and, and realizing, you know, that, you know, that it wasn't as difficult. But it's difficult, but if you're concentrating on it like how a producer would, then you're going to at least come up with what you want your sound to be. You know, like if you're just doing it like yeah, like he approached it like I, I'm, I'm saying this to say he approached it how like he approaches like bars. Yeah, but th- this shit is really good for somebody that's never done it mm-hmm. like at to this degree. Well, you saying this don't sound like J. Cole? I didn't say that. Oh, oh, that. oh, okay. All right, I'm just checking. What what I'm saying is like like this is this is stellar work. Like mm-hmm. if you told me that that like Apollo Brown and uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Porter. you know Mr. Porter that, that's his and, that's his other mentor, the person that he can, yeah, yeah. you know call at any given yeah. time and talk. To. Like those are the two people that you could just hit up at any given yeah. moment. Like that's pretty good. You're you're working on some pretty good. Yeah, and, and if, if Prima and Mr. Porter are your are your tutors? Yeah, you know you 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 Pretty should good. be passing the class, but uh, but no, it's 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 really 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 good production, mm-hmm. and then and then it's just heightened to me by the fact that he's never produced a whole album before, and he mm-hmm. really just produced a couple songs, but right. like like well, he did a, he did uh what two joints on the M album I think, mm. yeah, and um. So I mean, he would he would do like you know like you know like stuff with with Prince like where I want my vocals to sound like this and you yeah. know kind. But as far as like making, I think it when you're from when you're that skilled of a lyricist, I think producer is and, a hat that you wear anyway. Yeah, and that hands on too. Right, yeah, that hands on, and then also I'm sure I heard him talk about this too. His his time with Slaughterhouse kind of having to arrange those like egos those talents and all those different schedules together to to get the projects done too that that also you know played a part in like those repetitions that he already had those reps he was the apparent head (laughs) right exactly so so yeah so i i think once you finally sit down and 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 do it um you know again it it takes a a special type of person to produce hip-hop records he he wore rhinestone do-rag so you don't have to man (laughs) No, but 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 I mean, we 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 could go awesome. all day about talking about yeah, um, talking about uh the allegory. But we gotta, I gotta ask you. You know how I feel. I mm-hmm. told you already. Mm-hmm. So is in fact Ryan Royce Five Nine Montgomery <laughs> the best MC in the world? Uh, at this at this particular juncture, uh, it would be tough to say no to that it would be very tough to say no to that just because his body of work his bodies of work 
over the past six years that we've talked about from uh, starting with Prime, going to Trust the Shooter, Layers, uh, Prime 2, the Book of Ryan, and the Allegory together. Um, you look at that, like who's had a, <laughs> who's had a six project run like that? Yeah, man. The, uh, the Bar Exam 4 alone. With Bar Exam, sorry. Yeah. Like, like who's, who's had a run like that? Like, I, seriously, like from for for six yeah. for six years, and you, I mean, you look at some of the the, the most popular rappers that you can think of, Jay Z, maybe. But, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, even from you go from collaborative uh, projects to mixtapes to studio albums, that like those three different types of projects. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne yeah. is maybe the only Wayne Jay Z, but but but, but not but this kind of lyrical. Not but but again, not this consistency either. Like even when when mixtape Wheezy was was at his prime, he still wasn't pumping out the studio albums like that. True. And then even even when when Jay was 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 Jay, he was you know every summer, basically or every November, depending how you you know the summers refer to singles. The, the you know he would drop in the fall. Even then, there there weren't the the the, the mixtapes where you could just get busy, or the guests like I mean he, he he was on M's album three times, you know like you know he produced on M's yeah. album, you know yeah. uh, you know he was on, on Gangstar, he was on Apollo Brown, Crooked like yeah you know so all like he was on Grab Joint yeah he he hasn't run out of bars yet <laughs> you know. No. Like, and doing the the radio freestyles, mm-hmm. the, which which uh, like I'm looking at it like like I said, any given time when Black Thor drops stuff, it's always you know pretty official. Like the the freestyle he did with Rhapsody at her show, mm-hmm. but just the level of consistency to drop, you know, four LPs or five LPs, two of them collaborative and a mixtape. And you know, it's just it's just a different degree of homicide, you know, as we're fine the same. Yeah, no, nah, he's yeah, he's just elevated himself uh because again, like we were guys that listened to his early uh discography and Rock City and Death of Certain and yeah, Death man. Of Certain. And again, like we we were respectful of the skill and there were probably some songs that we would take off of there and put on a playlist, but the the overall projects from top to bottom they weren't something that we were running back to revisit. Um, yeah, we definitely weren't. You know, just recommending them at the the rate that we're telling people like, yo, if you haven't heard Bar Exam Four, stop what you're doing and go listen to that right now. Like, yo, he he <laughs> he did in his 2018 was Book of Ryan and Prom Two. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. So like we, that he like began he began and ended the year with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he and again, it's just like all of these bars, it's like what like endless bars. You know, the endless the, the um the 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 I guess I want to say the quality of, of the verses is, is never questioned. It's always high quality. Um, you know, it's just, just good, you know, just from, from top to bottom. So, 
Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. How could we forget, yo? Trust the shooter. We didn't even. We didn't even. We left out trust the shooter. I think. No, I think I mentioned that. I mentioned that instead of Barzan for. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I was, that, that but right so. There. So hold on. So as you like to say, trust the layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two mixtapes: Tab- Tabernacle, Trust the Shooter, and Barzan Four. Mm. Uh, Prime one and two. Yeah, and then, and then and layers, layers book of Ryan. So there's seven no, projects in six years. Yeah, on top on top of the verses again that we mentioned. On, on top of on, on top of the guest verses. So mm. so yeah. just just in that time frame. Uh, so we're talking about in that six year time frame. There was let's see. Is uh keep your keep your enemies closer with M. Oh yeah. Uh, uh I mean with with Faulkner. Uh, there, there's a song Level Up Green Lantern. He was in the Green Lantern joint. Um, ill with Conway. Yeah, no. Nah, with uh Canava. I'm on 3.0. He's on Raz joint. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean it's yeah. Raz probably Bad yeah. meets evil. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, we man, yeah, it, it's yeah, crazy extensive. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to what to what to say other than if you just again if you just take all of those different factors and then just put in the fact that he's been so consistent and uh, whether it be the live performance, whether it be the studio performances, whether it be the production, whether it be um, even just the interviews and just him. Um, you know, again, being an advocate for guys like Griselda, for the up and coming. Um, yeah, I guys. forgot about a uh, hundred thousand machine guns. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You know, West so, Side. Yeah, so I, I think in that respect, um, when you're looking at who's the top MC, you know, if you just yeah. say just MC, you got to say it's him. And he's not ducking nobody. Right. Anybody that's willing to rap with him, he's rapping with him. Yeah. So you, you got you got to give him that. So yeah, man, I'm 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 okay with saying he's the best I'm seeing in the world, one uh, A, and you know if 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 thought is so inclined to, because I know this was supposed he's got some things in the works that we've seen now. That, oh yeah, some things that he's doing, and you know he's very active on a nightly basis. Um, you know doing doing some things that a lot of MCs couldn't do. Yeah, he's writing a play right now. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Royce, man. I mean, we we've kind of been at that point. Yeah, for the, a while. the 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 uh, I mean, just the consistency of the of the releases really seals it for me. But mm-hmm. then, like the 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 L.A. Leakers freestyle, mm-hmm. that's that's that, a good that's, point to uh, end on. That's a good point to end on. I I think um, what was do- <laughs> what was dope about that was the fact that uh again during these press runs you know a lot of a lot of guys aren't looking to to do that necessarily it looked like he was like yo i burned down i've done everything like i've i've talked to all the important people i've I've given everybody the behind the scenes on what it took Mm -hmm. to make this but like i I need to go ahead and and, uh and you know know what time it is right and it was it was freestyle 100 for them so it was a milestone for them and by far that was up there with all the ones that we've 
basically like yeah. like Mickey, like Gibbs, King King Los, King Los, um, Two Chains. Yeah, I, I I think King Los John was my favorite one until this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Los Mickey Los, Mickey too. Los and that say yeah, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey's done it a couple times. A one. Mickey, yeah, Mickey been up there a few times. He did. Yeah. I don't even think it was they were counting the freestyles on the first joint where nah. he was rapping off a. Of, uh, it's yours. It's yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They might have counted that. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. where 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 they where they started counting them at, but yeah, I remember the it's yours joint was crazy. Of course, uh, Nick Grant, um, uh, mm-hmm. and Annoyed, they both burned it down. What do you, what do you um, think? What do you think about uh the goat ring? Oh, the gold ring is fire, yo. That that's <laughs> um that that's one of those the, those jewelry pieces that that like it go with the Rick Ross chain. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the one that's his 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 face. Fla- Flav's clock. No. Flav's <laughs> clock. No, no, Flav's clock. Got a, yeah. I mean, it wasn't um the uh. It's iconic. The G unit spinner is one of. Them. <laughs> Uh, of, of course, the the the, the Jesus piece. Yeah, 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 you know, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, the the goat ring. <laughs> I mean, he he he's. Hey, man, visualize visualize wealth and put yourself in the picture, man. But that's what he said. That's what he said on Prime too. Uh, he's like my 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 um my my ad lib should be bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, he, he, yeah, he. <laughs> so he, I think he's probably been thinking about that for a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, and and going on this kind of run, and it doesn't seem like there's any end in stop. I mean, in any end in sight. Well, uh, I guess, and uh, we can end on this note. Um, one of the best things about him and uh, about his, I guess, uh, journey to this to this point is the fact that he's been very vocal about how his sobriety has changed. Not only just his yeah. art, his artistry, but his life as a whole. And um, you know, he's been sober for you know over eight years at this point. And uh, this run that we're talking about started, you know, basically about six to seven years ago. So it was like right around the point where uh, he was just a lot. He had a lot more clarity as as far as what his purpose was as an artist, and then also how important. He was to his family and you know just those absolutely that love, that love him and then that started to manifest in how he approached um his craft you know he was always dope but i think he was just rhyming was so easy to him that he could do it whether he was drunk or sober and a lot of times yeah. he's already drunk so it was just you know second nature for him to be a lmc but um but you know just having that clarity again to 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 be more purposeful yeah. and you know he said that you know this type of um project probably doesn't happen without that clarity yeah i especially like this and the book of ryan i don't think yeah. either one of those happen without without that mm-hmm. kind of clarity but what what um, i did want to say too uh kind of talking about both of those uh i liked uh the how he ended the album with um hero um mm-hmm. it was you know talking about his pops and one of the, the records of the year uh uh, when Book of Riot came out was cocaine and everybody was just am- amazed at how it was sonically, it was just such a dope uh, yeah. so- song, but also just like the story within it and, you know, him being so honest about, you know, his family's um, struggles with, with that particular substance. 
um, and how that impacted who he was. It was dope to see him, um, you know, give his pops some more props because he yeah. said it, he's giving the flowers. Yeah. He, he felt like, um, he just needed to let his, his dad know that, um, you know, that he was, he's an artist. So a lot of times what he does, uh, is kind of like hidden until it comes out and he didn't, he, he, he may have got blindsided a little bit by the fact that this record came out and his pops is a very private person. Yeah. And you know, to, to hear your, your dirty laundry kind of aired out a little bit, um, may have been a little bit jarring for him, but he wanted to let him know, like, you're the reason why I'm this nice. And the reason why I have this life I have is because I share your genes and the, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that comes from you. Um, and you know, the fact that I was able to, to hone in on these talents and, you know, hero was the perfect way to kind of, I guess, just convey that and also let the audience know that, um, you know, that that's his hero. So that was dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we might have to put a dub tape together for uh for, for Royce, y'all. I mean, he's got he he's got he's got it's almost like you have to um we're gonna have to like compartmentalize it, like kind of figure out like do you categorize it, like do you want to just do like this type of Royce record or this type of Royce record, like because he's got so many. It's yeah, like, and it spans over so much different yeah time and errors. Yeah. Because like the I mean, you got to think about dude is in, what, four uh, – he's in Prime. Mm -hmm. He's in Slaughterhouse, you know, for whatever mm -hmm. that's worth. He's in Bad Meets Evil, mm -hmm. you know, and then he's a solo artist. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then he's the Heaven Studios uh, head honcho, so he's got, you know, his artist too. Yeah. You know, so he's wearing a lot of, a lot of different hats. Uh, but – I guess the, the thing that we're trying to get across and we'll wrap this up with this is the fact that uh, he's the best MC in the world. This is a project that everybody should definitely be checking out and not just like Absolutely. in the, the 2020 sense of checking something out and then moving on to the next. Like, Sit with it, this one. Let it marinate. Yeah, give it the full listen and, uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend about it as well as tell a friend to tell a friend about Tissue in the Tape because we are the home of the MC. Uh, we. Mm -hmm. And we love, you know, this culture. We love, you know, to be able to talk about projects like this. And when something like this comes out, it's like a holiday. <laughs> yeah, man. You know? And Roy set us up, man. Kino, Kino said you was down to do the interview, man. So that that's, is. He, that was like three years ago. But <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he, he's in a different tax bracket now. But oh yeah, 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 you know, man. Uh, none, nonetheless, man. We, you know, we we have some um, some heights we're trying to ascend to ourselves. So yeah, man. Yeah. That would be dope too. Yeah, 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 man. Um, merch so Matt, still available. Yeah, I was just about to say, tell tell them where tell them where they can get the uh, the merch, man. They, yeah, man. Uh, hit hit the link in in the bio on link all social bio. media. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, 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 Dubai. Just uh, <laughs> just 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 hoodies and tees, man. Um, no, seriously though. Uh, um, on Teespring. But there's a link in the bio on Instagram and uh, Facebook and on Twitter. You can mm -hmm. definitely hit us up at Tissue and the Tape on all social media. Uh, you can find my brother at Davis, Davis Backwards on all social media. I'm at Philmatic365 on all social media. You know, and, you know, until next time, you know. Yeah, man. Philmatic, take, take us out with the fader.
Okay, gang. Man, uh, definitely big shout out to Royce. Uh, definitely, definitely a great project that he put out. Uh, shout out to uh, Meg The Stallion. I hope that does uh, end well for you and, you know, you get everything that you uh, yes. that you worked so hard for. Absolutely. Um, these are just jokes. Um, but at the same time, you yeah, know, we, we, we ain't do Meg Dirty. Like, we, we, we're rooting for it. We are. No, no, we, we, are, we are pro artists at the end of the day. And as always, you know, we, we work for the money. We live for the love. We die for what we believe in. This is Tissue and the Tape. Please respect Heat Holders. They do hip-hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Yes, sir. Thou shalt not fuck with Detroit me. Never owned a Coogee Ford truck or a pair of them Gator Maurice. Please hold your applause for these parables and stories. Give all praise to Allah, to God be the glory. My papa raised me like I'm a dog with rabies. Playing the hard, the hard, and the drive Mercedes. Driving with the chopper daily. Pupils dilated like I'm Sada Baby. Nozzle on that gun larger than the one on that Gaga lady. Play with my time like I'm a playful dime. My arm comes out the car, my window down like I'm trying to borrow some Grey Poupon. First these bitches hate it, then they love it, then they hate to love it. I'm straight with publishing, I don't care if the radio station's stubborn. You hate us busters, I'm David Ruffin. It'll take me nothing to put your life on the dollar menu right there by the Egg McMuffin. Why you boys toting Glocks, snorting rocks and important thoughts? I'm floating with 40 knots to the bag like I'm a border cop. Any artist in hip-hop, fuck with nickel, stop, sure to drop. Especially if he Russell Wilson. Good guy, sorta pop, be sure to die Paul Bears bring flowers, he's mortified Me and Porter got the same stand power that hoarders got Whoever's Superman, I got kryptonite in these hands But I'd rather Superman leave you liquefied with these cans I don't care if you rap niggas, it's trending topics, your shit is garbage Couldn't make a classic out of that trash if you had Brenda drop it You at the rental car spot Enterprise while I'm enterprising I don't cop my whip without copping rims and a body kit And my tennis darken. Closest I'ma probably get to window shopping